Hello, everyone. Welcome to Level Up with Lindy. Um, our next guest, this was a hard one for me to choose because I wanted her pretty much for every single month. But I chose this month because it's the beginning of a new year and uh, everyone loves wellness, everyone loves self-care, and everyone loves a success story. So when I first met this beautiful woman, uh, it was a very vulnerable state, vulnerable time for me. And uh, she came in and kind of like calmed me down. And um, it wasn't through anything besides suggestion um, and the power of being happy, which really does equal success. And I think after a really tough two years, a lot of people are searching for that. And um, my guest, Pamela, right here is here to talk to us about all the successes that she's had. So welcome. Thank you. I love the little walk down memory lane. It's always really, um, and like just touches my heart to have you recall that story. We were at a yoga studio, yeah, and um, it was like instant. And I was like, "You're you were just this angel in my life." So I know that I've had an effect on your life, and you equally have had on mine. I love you so much. I remember, like, <laughs> I could barely even, like, when class was over, like, I didn't want to be rude, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I need her number. Like, I'm calling her, we're doing this, I'm going to figure it out, whatever feelings, whatever blockages, however it, like, needs to shift, like, this is the one. It was like meeting you is like meet when, when we talk about meeting pieces of our souls, you know, it's like, oh, there's, there's a piece, you know, mm -hmm. clicked right in. So let's see. So we went from yoga studio, mm -hmm. home studio. We did our little sound baths. Uh, For a couple years. Yeah. Teepees mm -hmm. on the land. Mm -hmm. um, and now we have all this amazing stuff in front of us for another adventure, uh, another chapter of your success. So what is all this about? Well, this is where I'm at today. Um, Shall we maybe start from the beginning and what what brought me to yeah. doing all of all of these yeah. things? Yeah, the lo the long and winding road, right? So, um, credibility piece, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think that you know I was in the nightclub and hotel business, uh, the hospitality business in Mexico and and here in um, well, actually in Ojai, California. And uh, I was down in Mexico for 10 years, and we had nightclubs and hotels and restaurants. I wish I knew you then. <laughs> yeah, very different, very different life. Um, and it was an incredible time um, of expansion and growth. I went down there on my honeymoon, and we just decided that we were going to live there uh, in Playa del Carmen. And... Um, what and happened? This was, this was when Playa del Carmen was still baby. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was in two thousand one, two thousand two, and it hadn't hit yet. But there was an energy that it was going to, and it was just the pull was so strong that literally um, we made a deal with the owner of this hotel who had a nightclub or it was a bar at the time and we talked to him about coming back down and uh, he had some he had some little like ads on the website looking for um, marketing for their condo hotel and um, management for the nightclub and the restaurants and 
so we were just like, we'll just do all that stuff. Like, let's change our lives. And, you know, that'll be our honeymoon. <laughs> so we ended up going down there, making a deal with him on the beach. And then six weeks later, um, whatever we hadn't sold and gotten rid of was on a container. And, had, and the container was headed back down there. And we flew down there with a couple of cats and a dream. And, um, you know, it was, I had a vision, um, prior to going down there and it was what it turned out to be the next five years of our life I we were sitting in Chicago in our loft and I said I see us going down there and selling the condos and revamping this um, the bars and the restaurants and really like taking this to the next level it has so much potential it has so much marketing value the name had a lot of notoriety Uh, you kind of can't pay for that stuff. It happened mm-hmm. over 20 years' time. And the owner was a really a visionary. Uh, he was from the States. and But he was tired. And so our energy, our... Next and, generation. And our, yeah, it was like we... My, my now ex-husband had um, experience in public relations and the nightclub business in Chicago. And I was... My background was design and marketing. And so the two of us together were extremely powerful um, I bet. he, he was also sober. So going to a place that was known for partying and, you know, and all of that, um, it really helped to have our heads on straight 24 seven. Right. Um, I never got into drugs or alcohol. So for me, you know, it was, I, I tend to just, I'm very focused and, and both of us had a plan and within not even years, like a little tequila. Uh, you know, <laughs> Mezcal, no, no, a little margarita. red wine, a little red wine. Okay. Now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we, we went down there with, with the idea that we were going to re revamp this place. And that's exactly what happened. We ended up selling all the condominiums out in this project. Mm-hmm. Um, the building got built. Um, it, it was, it was then, you know, flourishing as a destination spot. It was right on the beach. Uh, and then... How ma- like, how many years is this? So you got there for honeymoon, and then two, now you guys are thriving. 2006. Okay. Yeah. Bought some land in the meantime, built a couple of homes, sold them, uh, built, got, a, got another property on the main street, which was a restaurant and hotel, redid the restaurant, rebranded it, redid the hotel... It was just an insane time of like creativity, access to money, um, because the businesses were just thriving. And so we were able to do whatever we wanted to do. And that was truly a magical combination for for me personally, to have that freedom to create with no no boundaries. That makes me happy. The, so the night so the nightclub grew um, and then the nightclub district grew out of that uh, and then um, little bars and restaurants popped up along that whole street and we were down at the beach so uh, everybody ultimately ended up dancing on our dance floor you know till the Why sun not? came up and uh, yeah so and then you know just some things started to happen there as the town grew uh, as the money came in the cartels came in mm. uh, the um, it got dangerous, and especially because we were foreigners owning a nightclub, and um, yeah, I, it got a little scary. We had several violent, you know, machine gun attempt takeovers of the hotel property. And I'm going to ask you how to deal with that one. <laughs> we had a fire that burned down our entire nightclub. Um, 
a lot of things happened. And ultimately, you know, for me, the amount of stress um, on a daily basis, it just grew and grew and grew until the one night, it was New Year's Eve, and we'd been there all, all, all evening. And I turned around and I saw my manager laid down on the ground with a gun to his head by a huge guy, all dressed in black with one of those masks on those Mexican masks that have like the for wrestling or something yeah 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 and he was standing over my manager with a gun to his head and I turned around um and like I'm done I said that that was it that was the turning point for me my life is important yeah I said this this can't be my life it can't and so within you know six months or so uh found our way back to the states the plan had been to sell everything there and then come back to the states but there was a sense of urgency around it. I I felt like I was starting to get really aware of how dangerous it was. And then the police chief was killed in front of his home, and that sent the message that there was there really was it was a lawless time. And mm-hmm. uh, so we ended up getting a house in like outside of Calabasas in the mountains. Okay. Um, we had been back and back to LA um, many times. Had a lot of friends here, and I felt like it was a good place to to land. And so we ended up selling the nightclub. Um, and then my home took quite a while to sell the real estate market because of all of the issues that the country was having at that point. Uh, drug wars and everything really did not help. And that was my dream home. Yeah, so like I, a sense of fear. Yeah, it wasn't like people were running down there to uh, do business or retire at that time. That's scary. Yeah, it was it was really scary. And so I came back to the States, and I realized I had PTSD from all of that creeping up over a period of many years. And so I started riding uh, horses and oh, figuring out what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Another so. love of your life. Yes. Well, you know, I decided not, not to have children in this in this incarnation. And so when I started riding horses and I got this feeling in my soul, like I needed to have a horse, I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is even happening? And um, I went on a mission and I found him and his name is Tuxedo. And he and I have 14 years together now. And we have competed in competitions like all across California and have won titles and uh, I, I le- did not know this. Ah, I learned a sport. I did not know this. Okay, <laughs> he, he I like this. Me, he taught me a sport, um, three-day eventing. So it was really um, a very healing time for me. And I started uh, an apparel line called Horse Worship. And another thing I didn't know. Okay, didn't know this? No, I never talked to you about this. Yeah, and then the. My husband was also simultaneously looking for something to do, and he ended up running into a friend of his who owned several businesses in Ojai, which happened to be hotels and restaurants, which I said I never wanted to get into again after leaving Mexico. But that happened. Different country, maybe? Slightly different? Different country, same business. Really, really stressful. Uh, The restaurant business, anyone will tell you. Um, The hotel business also. So there were two hotels and a Mm. restaurant. And it was fun for me to find my place in the design and the creation of menus and, and again, the revamping. But ultimately, the amount of stress started to take its toll on my emotional and physical health and also the actions that 
he was participating in that were um, not in alignment with my vision of a partnership. And wow, I just said that like really nicely, didn't <coughs> That's because we are nice. Well, you know, it was, everything happened perfectly. And I'm grateful for all of it in, yeah. in retrospect. I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing now had all of those, all of the things yep. not happened exactly the way that they did. So thank you. Um, but I decided that I was going to step away, that I needed to for my health. Um, my mother had just passed away mm. um, after a 17-year battle with cancer. And then that, two yeah. days after her funeral, I was diagnosed with cancer, mm. uh, which was really, for me, the big wake-up call of that what I was doing and what I had been doing for a long time. It was I not was serving not, you, yeah. Not in alignment. Did you guys Did you guys work with a team when you were doing, like, the restaurants and all the design oh, yeah. stuff? Like. Who was like who? Who were you around? So in Mexico, we had 140 employees, and I speak fluent Spanish, so that was really. Um, and we had a close team, I would say, of probably five people between okay. the bar, uh, the bar management, the hotel management, and then our inner office management. Yeah, and then same, and and then it was smaller in Ojai. Right. We had 64 employees. I think at the at the That's most. That's a lot. It was a lot, and and we had one manager that was really my right arm, um, who I worked super closely with on on everything. Yeah. I can't imagine. I'm thinking about maybe buying something in Mexico. You might. And have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend against it. I mean, it yeah. was it was a really incredible time and I've been back there it took me quite a few years after I left to head back there again but now I go back and I enjoy it in a way that um, I have a different relationship with it it's a vacation yeah yeah (laughs) not your work well I have a lot of people down there that I have I had that were became my family and that I you know still love to spend time with so I don't hold Mexico and my that experience and that chapter in my life against you know, the country or, or, my, or the people that I love. Yeah. You no, know, I get that. I get so that. after I found out, after I was diagnosed with cancer, um, I ended up getting, uh, filing for divorce. Um, and that really set me on a path of deep healing and really relearning who I was. And that's what led me into yoga and meditation and then ultimately, I found a teacher um, who used one of these bowls. This is a singing bowl. It's a crystal bowl. And it's my sh- favorite one. And I didn't even ask you about anything. And I knew it was going to be the root. I just knew it. Grounding. I knew it. Safety, security. I knew finances. it. Finances. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All the things. Yeah, that's, that's the bowl. And uh, she played that bowl next to my head. And it stopped all thought, and it brought me the sense of relief and release like I had never experienced in my whole life. And I had so much happening. You know, my mom's death, the cancer yeah. diagnosis, the divorce, all of that happened within a two-month period. And I walked away from my home and my businesses to rediscover, you know, myself. So that That's bowl strength. <laughs> changed my life in a second. So I bought a set. I started playing, and it was really for my healing. Um, I wrote a book called Meditating with Animals. And, I have that. Um, because my animals were really what was there for me during that time. And you know, they were they were really healing me. And I thought, 
I see uh, this energy transfer and I want to be able to return energy to them when yeah. I'm stronger so that they're not depleted. Yeah. And that was really the, the premise of, of the book. Do you, do you play your roles for tuxedo? I play the, I play the flute a lot for him and chimes. The bowls, I'm a little nervous bringing them in with yeah, yeah, this yeah. 1200 pound <laughs> clumsy <laughs> body, but he loves yeah. the music. Yeah. My cat loves the music too. And I, I've done a lot of sound healings. I used to uh, go to a place, it was called um, Den Urban Dog Retreat, and mm-hmm. they would do sound healings. The room would be full of people and dogs, and you could hear, as soon as I started playing oh, remember ball, Louis? a pin drop. Yes, little Louie. Yeah, he would like do his thing, and he'd find and go, and like... One minute into it, all of a sudden, I think maybe one time he was even snoring or something. He was doing something. Um, he would oh, get so excited when I came. Little Louis. <sighs> Not alive. So, yeah. And then I just, so I started playing. Um, I got a download, which is just information coming in from somewhere, right. higher consciousness. Yeah. That And I, fo- I followed those my whole life. Um, so when I was told to get a teepee and put it on this land, on this ranch that my friend had, uh, she's outside of LA, I did that. And then I started inviting people to, um, come and experience different kinds of meditation. And I brought my friends who were meditation teachers in to, that was my favorite to share their teaching so that I could keep learning. And um, because I never felt like I I wanted to be in the seat of the teacher. I wanted to be always and still do the the student. Um, I I feel that way a little bit about yoga too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like teaching, you're like worried, like you want to make sure all your students are good. Whereas when you're taking it, you can just completely zone out, just Taking a break from my thoughts. Thoughts here. I know you'll be here when I get back, but yes, they will. Yeah, yeah. And so you've been up there. Yeah, I love it. And you know, working a lot with um, you know all of the things that really brought healing to me: nature, animals, um, sound, and guided meditation, visualization. And um, 2018, uh, the fires rolled through that that property, that land. And the TP was lost. That my was home was lost. Fire. Yeah. A lot of people had a lot of loss. 800 homes. Yeah, I was one of 800. And so it was really um, incredible to find myself having rebuilt and rediscovered life. And but like every time, like everything you do, everything you do is like, okay, I'm going to try this, master okay, I already mastered it, not really giving me good vibes anymore, sell it, okay, let's do this, master, build it up, okay, maybe we're not going to do that anymore because it doesn't give me this, okay, I'm going to go and do this, master it, in my mind, master it, mm-hmm. because when you, you know, you went from raising money for a teepee to being able to have enough to, to sustain clients in home at the teepee, branching out, which is, we'll get into that, you know, in a little bit, and really doing, like, business development that's really hard to do when you're healing. You have tons of triggers, like we all do, and you're building a new team, you're trusting, and, like, like every step along the way, you're measuring success. You're getting success, no matter how hard, little 
blood, sweat, and tears, like we talked about on the way here. Um, but it's always that like epic performer. And when I say epic performer, it's more like there's no competition. It's just you listening to yourself. It's you believing in yourself. And that's like the success. I think some people around these days just kind of maybe build it on money or build it on did I get that promotion or how far did I go? And if I didn't go that far, I'm not successful. And I think sometimes it's like hard to to get your mind straight because mentally you're like comparing yourself to others, maybe others that aren't even like apples to oranges. They're not even in your realm and it's tough. And now when everything's digital and everyone's on their phone and these kids and, and Zoom, oh my gosh, how much I hate Zoom. Um, you're just staring at the screen and, and you're like looking at like different things and you're, and you're worried about different things. You, you don't operate that way. You take, you take the leap and you're like, your strength pushes you forward. And again, more success, more connections. And everything just seems to happen. You know, I can't live my life any other way. You know, I've tried to have the focus on the career and, you know, get a job, you know, a, a, if you will, like a um, traditional job, that sort of thing. It's just not been my path. And so I've had to, time after time after time, hold myself in this place of trusting and, you know, in, in the unknown and I've learned to thrive, you know, in the unknown. And that doesn't mean it's like always perfect or always easy. You know, as you know, it's it's a it's a constant um, conversation and return to self and churning I, it out, turning it out. But I believe that I'm doing what I came here to do, and there's so much more to do. I can't do it fast enough, you know. And then the money comes, and the money always comes. And I didn't always think that way, but now I think that way, and that frees me to create. I think a lot of people are looking for that freedom. I think that's a really good word. Permission, um, freedom. Permission, freedom. I mean, even going back to like just the regular nine to five, like does that even exist anymore? Like do you, do you have to go into work? Can you have a little bit of freedom? Can you make it to your kid's game and, and not have guilt because, you know, you had to take time off work or however it is? I think it's, like, the freedom, like, to be able to feel the belonging in whatever relationship you're in. And, it, you know, work, work relationship, um, achieving relationship, which is, you know, there's, like, a lot of self-relationships that we don't really yeah. give any credibility to. And that's who we talk to all day long. At least me, that's who I talk to. I talk to myself all day long. So do I. <laughs> Sometimes it's out loud, my outside voice, maybe it should be my inside voice. Um, but that's your higher self, and there's, yeah, no, there's so, nothing wrong with that. Actually, I find it it's very you know, self-soothing. You can work out a lot of stuff by talking with yourself. And the more I've told people that I talk to myself, the more that I'm fed back that, that they, they are too. Yeah. And at some point, I think that, you know, it's, it's really empowering to be your own counsel and to ask yourself questions first or try to work through something first. And if you need to bring other people in, 
you know, to yeah. be a mirror or to maybe have uh, additional agree. perspectives. That's that's fine, but you know, ultimately, these self conversations are, you know, it's dope to you know, like to have whoever it is, you know, like like other versions of you, you know, versions of yourself that are you know, just further along on the, on the path that you can connect to. <laughs> today, today I was burning incense. This is really silly, but I was burning incense in the house and I just was like, hello, love house, like saying it out loud. And I'm thinking to myself, kind of looking around, Linda, you're not normal. But at the same point, I'm like, what is normal? What is normal? I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, you know, doing a little dance around the house. You do you. I have, like, I have, like, the ability to take two minutes for myself just whenever it is. And I think, to me, like, that is the measure of success. And you, you have helped enable that in me. You have... You have shown me just through your own demonstration of like, it doesn't matter if I have to take one or two steps back, you're always going to go forward. And going forward is like, it can be just that simple as I'm successful because I'm always going forward. We're so hard on ourselves. I know. It's easy to do. But there's a lot to do. You know, I get excited about life get excited when I, when I'm, I, every day, you know, I wake up and I'm like, I have new ideas and new things I want to do. And, um, as we were talking about in the car on the way over here, there's so many, there's so many things. It's almost like you have to, um, you know, I bring the focus back to narrow it down to, you know, what are some goals that I'm going to accomplish this year? Because there's so many things that I'd really, you know, love to do as intentional, as, but be, being more, yeah, intentional, discerning, um, kind of, you know, reeling it in a little bit and harnessing that energy. Um, I meditate a lot. It's really my, my lifestyle. I work with energy. Mm -hmm. I, um, I create things. I work with crystals. So I, I have a lot of energy around me running through me. Um, it's my, it's my, my life and my livelihood, if you will. It's, that's, it's, it's brought, um, it's worked its way into how how did how did you even come up with this? I don't know. This this, <laughs> COVID. this this I was actually here for. Um, yeah, you were, and it just was like, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna have another brand new successful idea, and I'm gonna build my team and I'm gonna have my coach and I'm gonna do this, which you helped with. Thank you. And now all of a sudden we have um, candles and scents. We have crystals. We have the bundles. We have the sage. We have the different wires and the meanings and and just everything being blessed. How in the <laughs> did you come up with this? So it was COVID, right? Um, shut down the... Uh, I hate that it word. Shut, shut down everything, you know? And so... I just found myself not being able to do my gatherings, my meditation circles anymore, even though they were out in, you know, in, in nature. Oh, no, everyone ranch. was, you know, there was the news, there's everything. We won't get into that for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it was, everything was done. And I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden everyone's online and they're doing everything on Zoom. And I, I did a few things on Zoom and I immediately felt like this is not my calling. And it was so, tough. Yeah, and I wanted to really honor that because 
after I had cancer, I promised myself that when I felt a certain feeling in my body, like a no. You're going to respect it. I was going to respect that. Mm. And I felt that. I was like, this is causing me stress. This is not how I'm supposed to be doing my work. Okay, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but show me. I'm open. So I started uh, driving to Arizona to, I, I was actually interviewing and working with, uh, doing a consulting project with a spa during COVID. So oh, yeah, yeah, I, I had that. lots of road trips back and forth. And I on, think I got a really nice crystal ah, from one did. of those roads. Yes, yeah. you did. Uh-huh. I'll yeah. take five more, so anytime. Yes, I was just there. Sorry. Next time. Um, so yeah, on the one of the trips back, I got this a download that said, um, pull off at this exit, go to this place. And so I did, and I'm like, why am I here? And then I see this big, you know, crystal warehouse, and I'm like, okay. And I had started to work with sage bundles and uh, raw stones, and they were very small. I was wrapping them with twine, you know, it was no big deal. But people loved them, and they were buying them. And I started to feel like something was happening there, and so I wanted to go and buy more stones. So I went into the warehouse, and I walked around for 45 minutes, and I had nothing on my cart. And those raw, the, the raw stones that I was looking for that I'd been working with were not there. It was all crystals and things. So I went back to the front of the store, and I closed my eyes, and I said, crystals, please tell me why I'm here. And I waited. How I long? I just waited. Um, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, probably, I don't, not too long, maybe, you know, 30 seconds to a oh, minute. Okay. No, that was, it was, I mean, I was all lit up by the crystals anyway. I mean, who think I was, you know, who thinks to go to the, you know, go ask the crystals like, but yeah. I did, I had to take a moment. I was like, there's a reason why I'm here. I just don't know what it is. It's not clear mm. to me. And I always tell people, it's like, slow down, take a breath, mm. check in, you know, and ask. And so I did, I said, why am I here? So it it was just like, go back and walk around the store. You'll see. So I started walking around and one by one, these gorgeous oh, crystals started popping nice. off the shelves. And it was like, hello, friend. Hello, soulmate. You know, like, so all of them, like there was a recognition. Mm-hmm. And then my cart was full of sparkling, glittering crystals and people were stopping me. And they're like, what are you going to do with these? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so actually, um, what I ended up doing was... Um, I realized that I loved really large crystals and, and the way that I could get them secured onto the sage bundle was to wire wrap them. Mm. Um, so, which is this wire is really used in jewelry making. And so this bundle, um, this is an agate and then this would be for calming and you can remove the feather and then you would light the, the sage and then move the smoke around to clear a space. And um, when you get down, when it burns down to the um, where the crystal is, you can just cut this off with a scissor. So I use all kinds of um, different Love crystals. So I have beautiful. quartz crystal, which is the master healer, and then citrine for I manifestation. Like, yeah, I like this one. This one is good. She's fabulous. Um, and then I bless them in, with a little sound healing uh, ceremony to really seal the energy because every, every too, crystal yeah. I get is, is a crystal that's spoken to me. I wash them right. um, and then I, I work with them. So, yeah. Why does some of them, oh, you just have this twine here and then the metal here. Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm wrapping uh, fresh rosemary and lavender. How and do flowers. you? Okay, so you have what's your Instagram handle again? So it's meditating with animals. Okay, and how? And obviously, link in bio and all that kind of stuff. Um, can you just buy this through your website? Or are there any like local places in LA at least? Yeah. So I actually, I, so you talk about success, right? I was like, what do I want to do with these? Do I want to stand in my kitchen and make these for the rest of my life? No. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. But no. at some point I'm sure I no. would get tired here comes, of it. Here comes the team. Here comes the, another team <laughs> she's about to build. 16 sales reps um, now sell them to spiritual gift stores, mostly West Coast and Hawaii um, but yeah, so I've, I've, I've grown that and I just, I just entered their Las Vegas showroom. They have a 10,000 square foot showroom. And so now the products are, are there as well. And I'm expanding to East coast. So I just thought of a new name for you. It's like a magical touch. You're like, I like this crystal. It's going to sell. I like this. I like this venture and I like that. And I'm going to be happy doing it all. But there's an, but that's an energy. It's not crystals and sage have been around forever. Yeah. So what you feel when you when you have this is it's it's my energy and I cultivate my energy every day. I am meditating. I am in nature. I am with my horse. Sometimes I, I forget with the coyotes. You know, it's it's a very intentional um, cultivation that then translates to what I make. You know, and and I believe that that's more of what it is. It's a feeling as opposed to um, the actual object. So you couldn't just stop there? No. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're making candles. Now we're making candles. Well, I love animals, and I I also Mm -hmm. deeply believe that animals have incredible healing for us. Wait, I don't think we ever talked about the name of the teepee. Well, it's a house of two spirits. Oh, I like the way you said that. (sighs) Wow. Wow. And that's myself and Tuxedo. We are the... We are the two spirits because he's really the the energy that, you know, through all the things Healing. that I've been through, he has kept me grounded to the earth. And I, I really do credit his presence with the fact that I'm still even here. Um, yeah. So he is, he's my, cool. other, he's my other spirit. So this, this was actually um, the horse, the horse candle is the fragrance is brushed suede. Have you smelled this? Did you stick? I think like when I was at your house and there was a lot of different things going on. There's always a lot going on. No, like, should I pick this? Should I pick that? Oh yeah, I like that one. It you can it's it's almost like like a saddle. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's a little it's a little bit masculine, but it reminded me of him. And then I write the teat the teachings on on the candle so the horse is leadership and freedom mm-hmm. and the smell is brushed suede and so the idea is to really invoke your senses and to call in the power of Sounds that good. animal um, the dolphin a very fresh tropical scent this is harmony and transcendence i don't know if that's my favorite smell am i allowed to say that yeah you don't have to like everything but I, li- I, I like the <laughs> harmony and transcendence. That's funny. That's usually everyone's favorite, too. It's like a, it, yeah. And this is coyote, um, playful and cleverness. And that's uh, cedarwood and grapefruit. 
And I love this. I you, love I love cedarwood. If you go on my my Instagram, which you are on, you see all the stories of me out on the trails on tuxedo with the coyotes everywhere. Yeah, um, I do. The I'm babies obsessed with coyotes. And, and like, yeah, they're like <laughs> over here and playing here. Yeah. yeah. And this one that we have oh, lit. This is that's the, the owl wisdom and intuition. That's my. That's right now my favorite. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, that's pine cones and birch. Mm. I like really birch. Birch body wash. Oh, maybe that's your next avenue. Yes. Never know. Um, what What are you going to do now? <laughs> um, I because am... I know you said that there's there's another energy calling. Something's happening for you. Something's happening. Something big and grandiose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Not know. that you haven't had a big and grandiose life already. I've had a really big life. I've had a really big life, and um, that's what all of this really is. Absolutely. It, 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 it's, it's, this is my joy. I love making things. I love, I love um, working with source energy to create. It's like these are, these are manifestations of my soul and my, my vision. And if I can continue to do this and to put this energy, this healing energy out in the world, you know, just more of it, um, that's my goal. I just, I want to create. Um, so I, as you're I said, you're doing, you're, you're doing it. You introduced you are me it. to my business coach. Um, Wendy, and she's been amazing. She's like, I call her the wind beneath my wings. She's, you know? She is pretty cool. I really like her. Because this journey is, you know, it's, it's challenging. You know, you, you got to, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, can you make, can you make 3,000 of these things? Like, I call Wendy and I'm like, hey, can I make 3,000 of these? And she's <laughs> like, she's like, say yes. Say and yes, we'll figure it she out. She said yes, we'll figure it out. And yeah. so that's, that's how, that's what I needed. I don't, I don't need someone to give me the ideas. I don't need someone to tell me how to do the things, but I need the person who helps me feel um, like there's a safe, yeah. I have a safety net. We are, yeah, we all, know? we all need that like little bit of comfort. And I think having that helps you move forward. Cause you know, if something goes, you know, South, you, you have that phone call. You have that person who is on your side, no matter what, has your back, support. It doesn't necessarily need to be your significant other or your best friend or a family member. It's like someone who you really do trust and you build these relationships with. And in the past, I've had my partners, my my boyfriends or my then my husband were part of my um my creations and 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 just that that world right and i i thought i thought it'd be you know refreshing to not do that right. you know to keep a relationship separate and to have somebody who i was working with that wasn't involved in my personal life and it's just proven to you know be just incredibly expansive for it's me. also who you attract mm-hmm. you know because like if you know that's why there's so many coaches and so many experts in the world because you really have to be with someone who's aligned with your energy. And as hokey as that may sound, you know when you're not vibing with someone. You know when you, like, try and take two steps forward and, and it's, like, two opposing magnets. Well, it's and not you a work secret. with Ricky, so it's like, you know, you know what that's no, like. No, sometimes. It's, it's is, it, is this the PG... <laughs> version (laughs) sometimes um it's actually i think i think both of us see how do i pc both of us sometimes have to hold back for the other and i think that's just like the respect of having the space because we both do different things 
I'm over here connecting people, being a resource, being some sort of center of influence, top of mind, and he's over here closing deals. And I, I, don't, I don't flourish in that environment. And knowing that, being in tune with that, lets me know it's okay to have a yin and a yang. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you want. You don't want to be doing the same thing. So we do have a little bit of time away, but there, there's, there's some times where there, it's quiet in the office. But you work really hard at it, and I admire that because I know how difficult it can be. It can be very challenging, you know, especially bringing home. You know, you're out, you're out doing the work, and then you also have the home life. So... Um, my, my point. That's why I go to Mexico with my girlfriends. It's it's important. It's so important to have your own, you know, something of your own too. I like it too, because like you get to bring something to the table Mm -hmm. literally for today. You're bringing like physical product. But if you, if you don't have that, that ability to feel successful and then share that with whomever you want to share it with, then I don't know. Are you successful? Is that successful to you? I don't know. We don't know. Um, So I guess I'm going to wrap this up because... Do you want me to do a little... Yeah. A little chime? Do it. Are you going to close your eyes? Yeah. Okay. I'll do a little sound healing for you. So close your eyes and take a nice deep inhale through your nose. And a big exhale out of your mouth. Inhale deeply. And exhale completely. Just breathing in. And breathing out. Letting go any stress tension breathing in and breathing out Breathing in and breathing out and opening your eyes. I never want that to end. Mm-hmm. I forgot how soothing your voice was. I haven't had a sound bath in too long. I hope to do that again. Thank you for sharing everything. Thank you for having me. Level up, guys. Go big or go home. How do you measure success?